It's Tuesday, May 2023. It's the 16th to be exact. My name's Cole Preston, and I'm coming at you with an impromptu Chillinois news update. We've got some breaking news this morning. The state of Illinois has announced officially. Actually, I should back that up. I don't know that the state of Illinois announced it. We'll look at the press release, but this is the breaking news. The state of Illinois intends to switch their seed to sale system from BioTrack to Metric. Shout out to our friend Penny Hearts for sending this story. Here's uh, the the story that I'm sourcing this information from. Basically, a, a story by Global Newswire, who I believe got this information from Matteo Matteo um, Communications, a name that might ring a bell. Uh, they represent a lot of people in the cannabis industry, and they've uh, interacted with the Chillinois podcast in the past. Um, this may come as no surprise to longtime fans of the Chillinois podcast. We've discussed the fact that the state of Illinois has been um, going through a process to select a new vendor, and um, it seems that they have. So Metric, the most trusted and experienced provider of cannabis regulatory technology systems in the United States, announced that it received a notice of intent to award from the state of Illinois for its cannabis seed to sale tracking system. So again, this is a press release. Um, I don't know that they are, in fact, the most trusted and experienced provider. In fact, I've heard of a lot of really bad things. Um, but again, for folks that have listened to this show for any amount of time, uh, this should come as no surprise. Um, you know, some of the things we've talked about with regard to uh, the shortcomings of BioTrack um, that, that we've been made aware of from the state's perspective is the inability to sell seeds. So um, in the past, so first of all, in 2020, the Cannabis Regulation and Tax Act made it legal for medical cannabis patients to cultivate cannabis at home. It also included language that said that they could purchase seeds from dispensaries. However, to this day, we've not seen any seeds on sale in dispensaries. I've asked many different licensed cultivators and the state of Illinois themselves about this. The state of Illinois said that BioTrack um, does not allow for static items to be sold, aka seeds. And so, um, from what I hear, this new vendor option could supply for that. I've also heard inside word that the reason that medical cannabis patients cannot shop at all adult use dispensaries is because of some shortcomings within BioTrack. Again, I'm not certain that that's true, and I think it's important to consider that. I don't think that just because we get metric, you're going to be able to shop at any dispensary. And in fact, I think it would still require a change to the law but the but the point would be that the software would not have there would not be a technical barrier uh, to that issue which from what i understand there is one right now there's a technical barrier to allowing you know medical patients to shop anywhere at the medical cannabis tax rate and there's a technical barrier uh, for selling seeds and dispensaries we should also acknowledge that biotrack has never really been a great provider um, we recently had a, a switch and I don't know if BioTrack is all to blame, if it's some other vendor that the state is working with, but these are all things that I think you should consider if you're wondering why are they getting a new vendor? Well, there's been a lot going on 
And uh, from what we've been told, there's a lot that the current vendor, Biotrack, does not deliver on. It will be very interesting to see how this impacts the state of Illinois. Um, as I just alluded to, uh, transitions in the past have not been smooth. So I can only imagine how this one's going to be as it affects both medical cannabis patients and adult use cannabis patients, from what I understand. I mean, it affects the entire industry. So they're going to have to get it right. You better hope that they employ some um, standards like testing. Uh, it doesn't seem like they test any of their solutions before they roll them out. Um, but that's just from my perspective. I could be absolutely wrong. And maybe somebody from the state's IT department is like, fuck you, Cole. We test everything. All right, dude, let me know. I'll give you the coverage. Um, so that's the breaking news story for this morning. Uh, once again, it's May 16th, 2023. This Friday, if you've been watching our show, you know that the legislative session ends. And so I wanted to show you something that I recently noticed. I'm not saying there is a there here or a there there, whatever the saying is, right? Um, but but it did catch my eye. So I use this website. It's called Legiscan. I can't remember who showed me how to use it, but it's super cool. And maybe I'll just show you how to use it really quick before I show you what I found. So if you're not watching the video version of the podcast, go to chillinois.net slash video. That's how you can watch the video version. I'm at legiscan.com and I can search bills. You can see it sorts by the state of Illinois. You can see that the text there is cannabis. So if you're searching bills, you can search by cannabis and you'll see some bills that have passed that match, you know, the search criteria. And you can see some of the bills that we've even discussed in the past, like raising the specified square footage for craft growers removing language that any person or entity shall only hold one craft grower license. Um, the Local Cannabis Licensing Act, that's something we've talked about in short, um, and some other things. This one's interesting, by the way, folks. This is a really interesting one um, that I don't think we specifically talked about, but I like that they amended the Cannabis Regulation and Tax Act and defined an enclosed locked facility to mean a room, greenhouse, building, outdoor canopy space that's new or other enclosed area so this outdoor canopy space is good and it'd be interesting to see if this enclosed locked facility applies to the medical cannabis cultivation language i doubt it does but it should so here's what i wanted to show you guys this morning if you sort by last action and then you can sort by what's happened I had to click it twice, if you noticed, and you, I can see things that happened yesterday. And what I'm noticing is now I'm doing a control F on the page so that I don't have to skim through. And I can see this bill here. This is SB 1886. I've got it open over here. And it's very interesting. I've not heard any word of this bill. I actually, it sounds like I like it. I've not read the full text of the bill, um, but this sounds nice. So it amends the unified code of corrections. It deletes provisions that as a condition of probation or conditional discharge, the person must refrain from having in his or her body the presence of any illicit drug prohibited by the Cannabis Control Act. So it deletes that provision. If I'm reading that correctly, that would mean that if you're on probation or conditional discharge, then you can use cannabis. Again, I'm not um, an expert at law. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an elected representative, but that's how I read that. And that sounds kind of good. I encourage you to read the full text before you, you know, indicate support. But at first 
brush. That sounds really good. There are some bills that I don't even understand what they do. You know, it says it amends the Cannabis Control Act, which if you know anything about that, it's the bill that was created in 1978 and created a graduated scale of penalties. And it literally looks like it just added some language. So I don't, I don't really know what's going on here. But then here's one that's really exciting that seems to have made movement as recently as the 10th. So that was last week. Um, the medical cannabis odor being removed from the vehicle code, which is something we talked about, I believe, on episode 253 with um, Evan Bruno. If I got the episode name wrong, just look up our episodes with Evan Bruno. He helped to draft this language, and he's a defense attorney. He can tell you why this language is so important. The long story short is that people continue to be persecuted or prosecuted. I think you could use those words interchangeably, actually, in this case for cannabis. Um, it, there's this there's this other one that I saw that that moved at the beginning of this month. I don't know what it does, but it amends the State Finance Act, and it looks like it increases the percentage of monies that are transferred from the Cannabis Regulation Fund to the local government distributive fund and provides that monies allocated to counties under those provisions shall be directed to a fund under the control of the sheriff, effective immediately. I thought that one caught my eye. I thought it was very interesting. So, again, I'm not saying that there's any breaking news with regard to the legislative session, um, but if you've been paying attention to our podcast, you know that there's a big push uh, for a cannabis omnibus bill right now. And a lot of people are just saying, support the cannabis omnibus bill. I've been asking everybody for the full text of the bill. Um, just, you know, it's a matter of, let me just put it this way. I try not to indicate support for anything until I can read the text. I, I'd like to be able to read it. And I'd also like to be able to have the opportunity to ask questions about the about what the legislative intent means and what actually could or would happen as a result of this um proposed legislation i think it's a i think it's a bit short-sighted to just um blindly say support the omnibus now it seems like some people are privy to more details than i am and that's a interesting that's that's interesting because it seems like in this instance and i look i want to be clear that i don't i know that this is probably not an exception but it seems like our elected officials are giving people close to the industry more information than the people that elected them. And again, I, I want to say that that's probably not out of the ordinary. You know, these elected representatives meet with companies like ComEd and other huge interests all the time, and they have, you know, closed room, under the table conversations. I'm not saying it's anything new. I think it's, important to dwell on that for a moment that um you know <laughs> the people that elected uh these people aren't able to see what legislation they're crafting and um it is sort of sad that there is so few legislation that actually does affect the people that were that that did elect these representatives and by that i mean it seems like the only pro-consumer legislation here or, or pro-actual legalization, you know, because I've always said that, that this, that what we've done is not legalization. This is, you know, uh, baby step decriminalization at most. 
Like we've, we've really not done much here. And so the fact that the language, the odor proof language would be removed from the vehicle code and that that law or sorry, that that bill has gotten as far as it has gives me a lot of faith. And if it becomes law, I will take that as a win and we will be happy about it. Um, most definitely. But even if that were to be the case, I guess what I'm saying is there's so much more work to be done. And it's a bit disheartening that that's the only thing we're addressing this legislative session. It seems like that's the only thing we're addressing that would affect society at large. Everything else is a push from the industry. And I get it, dude. You got to make money. <laughs> you know, you've made investments and whatever else, but Jesus fucking Christ, I thought this was, I thought cannabis legalization was about legalizing it, freeing the plant, making sure that people didn't go to jail for it anymore. And it doesn't seem like we're focused on that. It seems like that is an afterthought. It seems like first and foremost, how can we get the rules and regulations to work in a way that I can make money? And good Lord, I'm, look, I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to make money off of cannabis. I'm just, again, saying, what was this about? I don't think that like the push for legalization was about how to, I mean, it definitely included that people could make money off of it, but that wasn't like the core push for it. So um, if I don't stop now, I'm just going to keep spiraling. I hope that what I'm, I hope that you're picking up what I'm putting down. I hope that you appreciated this short news update. I hope that you have a great Tuesday morning and um, let's hope that at least this uh the language of the language that refers to cannabis odor gets referred to the vehicle code because that would be a win for all of us and i wish all of the licensees the best of luck in legislation that they feel would enable their success take care